Hello, everyone, and welcome to Return to Play. I'm Brandon Hodna, and today I am joined by Michael Brown from the Swarthmore College men's golf team. Michael, how's it going? Going well. Thanks for having me on today. Michael, you're calling in from Connecticut? Yep, that's right. How are, how are things going there this summer? Going well. Um, I took a whole gap year, so um, I've been spending a lot of time at home, um, obviously practicing golf, keeping up with that. Um, and I took the time to really um, gain some work experience, um, build professional skills, and kind of maximize my time um, career-wise outside of the classroom and at home. Awesome. Well, I'd like to kind of dig into what you were able to do to kind of build those career skills. Where you, did you have an internship, a full-time job? What were you doing in, during your gap year? Yeah, so, um, well, at first when everything was shut down, uh, finished out the rest of my spring semester in 2020. Um, and obviously spent some time at home with my family, you know, things like cooking, ping pong. Um, but then I, I had a couple of internships. So from May till January of uh, 2021, I worked at a golf company, actually, a junior golf hub as a business analyst. And I loved it there. It was awesome work. Um, and I was fortunate enough to stay on for almost half a year. Um, after that, I did a marketing internship at a tech startup, which was a good experience. And I also did a SWAT works project for an alum in March. Uh, and yeah, in addition to all that, I took some, some data analytics courses and really kind of helped me hone in on um, my interest, which is really like sports and business analytics. So um, yeah, I was happy to have all that experience. Very cool. So for you, you know, you're going into your last year of college. What's your, what's your dream job after, after you graduate? Yeah. Um, like I said, something hopefully, uh, in the sports industry, um, I'm really interested in business and data analytics, um, and kind of having a background at Swarthmore with economics and psychology gives that good combination of, you know, numbers, thinking about how people think and, um, I think uh, it's an adaptable, you know, field of study. So yeah, that would be, that would be a, the dream job for me. Awesome. Very cool. Um, so Michael, going back to uh, March, 2020, um, I'm trying to remember, did you guys, you guys, did you end up leaving for your spring break trip or? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, tell me what happened March, 2020 when things started to shut down for you. Yeah, we did. That was that was wild. Um, so we were actually in Orange Lake, Florida, literally like right before everything shut down. Um, so we got barely got our tournament in tied for first place uh, in Florida, which was great. But the whole time we were there, you know, things were totally about to change. Um, almost no one was in the airport. First people wearing masks. We were all like, what is this going on? Um, very few people at the resort we were staying. So yeah, everything kind of changed there. Very uh, pivotal point. So we played the tournament, came back home. Everything got shut down. I actually thought like, oh, 14 days. Yeah, people will stay home. The virus will, will die down. And we'll be able to go back. But yeah, obviously that didn't happen at all. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then so what was, what was it like for you finishing out the rest of the semester virtually? How was that experience? Yeah. Um, Obviously not the same as being in person, a bit of an adjustment, um, but I think, I really think that the faculty at Swarthmore handled it well. Um, Zoom fatigue is definitely a real thing. So being able to pace yourself was really important. Um, 
not being around your, your friends, not being around my teammates, that was tough. Um, but yeah, a small adjustment, some challenge, some challenge there, but it was all, it was all right. That's good. Um, you know, in your three years of classes at Swarthmore, is there one particular one that really sticks out to you as like, Hey, this has been one of my favorite classes in my time at Swarthmore. My junior fall, I took behavioral economics with professor Bonneau. And I really liked that class a lot. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm a pretty analytical thinker, a numbers guy. Um, and that's like the perfect combination of, of econ and psych right there. Um, two fields of study that I'm, I'm um, continuing with at Swarthmore. So it was interesting like to be able to quantify the way people behave and what their tendencies are. Um, it was just all interesting. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed that class a lot. I know you said that you did a lot of um, kind of professional development during your gap year, as far as, you know, internships and the like, what about time for golf? Were you able to find time for, to keep, you know, to get out on the course? I know I'm sure a lot of courses were closed for a while. Um, what was it like trying to keep your golf game up to par? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, First few months were very strange in that, at least in my area, all the courses were shut down March and April, 2020. So I wasn't able to practice outside, you know, on a real course much then, but I had to get creative. Um, I actually have a punting green at home that I've had for a few years. So I was able to practice my short game there. Uh, also got um, a full swing net. So I set that up and was able to get some video feedback on my swing that way, which was great. Um, and uh, yeah, so I was able to do that. And then once the course is open back up, golf is fortunately um, one of the safest sports to play in a pandemic. So I was able to do that, um, keep playing there. Also um, keeping up with, with workouts, the, the golf team got a bunch of body weight sets from Chris, which was great to keep up with. Um, very important in golf just to maintain distance, maintain stamina. Um, and also mobility so that you're moving efficiently in the golf swing. So now that things are opened up um, pretty much back to normal in terms of my practice, you know, on the course, in the gym. And yeah, we're, we're all looking forward to, to getting back to normal here. That's great to hear. Um, is there a particular moment or memory that you can think of from your time on the Swarthmore men's golf team that's one of your favorites? Um, yeah, I, I have two. One is individually, one is team-wise. So individually is actually my first tournament at Swarthmore. Um, I uh, happened to shoot my, my personal best. I shot 68. Um, had not, have never had never broken 70 prior to coming to Swarthmore. So surprised myself. Um, and most importantly, our team won the event that week. So it was a great start to, to my collegiate career. And then as a team, um, in 2019, the last time we played in the Centennial Conference Tournament, um, didn't end up winning, but we were right there in contention the last day. And it was just so exciting. And um, we're all supportive of each other. That's what we work for. That's what we kind of have been gearing towards the entire uh, year. So that was very exciting and definitely a great learning experience for me and for everybody. Well, you're a member of the 100 Birdies Club at Swarthmore, pretty elite company there. What is one of the strengths of your game that you would say? Is it the, the short game, the long game? Where do you feel like you thrive? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I'd say for me, I really kind of thrive on short game. Um, 
I like just hitting all the different types of shots. You need to use a lot of judgment, but um, yeah, I've always loved short game. I've always been a good short game player. Um, and recently, I think something that that helps me a lot is my mental game. Um, being able to bounce back from making mistakes and you know having a lot of resilience. So I've I've definitely worked on that recently in my game. That's good. I, I know for me personally, I hit one ball into the woods and I'm I'm done. I'm like, <laughs> it's it's so hard to put it all together. It yeah. is. <laughs> Um, Michael, you get to play on a variety of different courses, um, you know, as a, as a member of the Swarthmore golf team, um, some really great ones on spring break trips, but also a lot of really good local ones. What are some of the, the favorite ones that you've gotten to play on in your time on the team? We have played, yeah, a, a number of great courses. And actually this fall, we're playing, um, three events at courses the team's never been to. So it's going to be really exciting. Um, I have a, a Pinehurst flag in my room here. So we, um, in 2019, in spring break, we, we got to play Pinehurst number two, not for a tournament, but that was just awesome, awesome to be there. Like one of the best golf places in the world. And then locally we've, we've played, um, the ACE club, which is pretty close to us. Uh, that's just always spectacular course. It's in great condition, uh, long, fast green. So that's a great course that we play locally too. Awesome. Um, would you say of all the courses you've ever played, you know, outside of Swarthmore, is the Pinehurst one the best one that you've you've played on? Yeah, it's it's up there for sure. Um, when I was competing in tournaments before Swarthmore, like in high school, um, I played at Innis, Innisbrook in Florida, um, where they have the um, Valero Open, I think, um, on the PGA Tour. So that was very tough, but it was a very scenic course, and that was fun to play. Awesome. What are you looking forward to most about coming back to Swarthmore after being away for a whole year and a half now? Yeah, definitely. Just being back in person, being around my teammates, uh, my friends. Um, it's been just weird for the last over a year now. Um, having Zoom meetings with our teammates and just connecting that way, sending each other swing videos, stuff like that. So I'm um, very excited to get back with everybody getting the flow of things. Uh, Swarthmore, you feel like every day is, is just so productive. Um, and I'm excited to get back into schedule and also just be back in the classroom, being back surrounded by peers where everyone's just really talented in, in many different ways. Having those discussions in the classroom, that's what makes Swarthmore great. So yeah, all the above. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Swarthmore Athletics Podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, leave us a five-star review, and share it with your friends.